discussion with Mishkan. Let me get the recording on. Cool. Why is it so long? Unstable. Okay. Can you hear me or not so good? Yeah, I hear you. Okay, good. Welcome, everyone. Which will begin. 99 in Daf 
Not only is the bottom ama of the sockets revealed, but even the sockets, even ama of the kirashim above the sockets is also revealed. Mark, do you understand why, or this is unclear to you? It's unclear. Unclear. So again, we had a machloket tarakama and Yehuda about the thickness of the kirashim of the mishkan on top. All agree that the thickness of the bottom is one amah by one and a half amot. The question is, on the top of it, did it slope up to one etzba thick, or was it also one amah thick on the top? Okay? So now, if you say it's one amah thick on the top, that's two extra amot that it's taking, because you, if you spread a 28-inch curtain over the mishkan, so the inside, the interior of the mishkan is 10 amot, that we know. But the, the outside thing should be not 10 amot, but 12 amot, because there's two amot for the kirashim on the top. That's right. according to Tanakama. But if you go like Rabbi Uda, then it's only, each one slopes to only one etzba on top. So then you have an extra ama in length on both sides. That ama, that's gonna, the, the ama that you, you, that of the curtain that was going to cover the thickness of the top of the kirashim is now going to drape down the the Yidiyot is going to drape down lower, and it's right. going to cover, right? According to me, that will cover all the way to the Adanim, which is the bottom Amma. And according to the Kama, which that one Amma thick, it only covers two uh, higher than that. One Amma of the Kashim gets revealed. Is that clear? Yes. Awesome. Okay. So now the Gemara says, Shadi Putya, the Urka the Mishkan. So send the width of the Yot along the length of the Mishkan. So we said there's 10 of these 4 by 28 things buttoned together. 10 times 4 is 40. So there's this whole yiriot are 40 amot wide. If you do that, take away 30 for the roof of the mishkan. That leaves you 10. Who says that they end at the top? It's going to cover everything, or even the Amah of the Adarim. So this, we're talking now on the other side, on the back wall of the Mishkan. According to the Bihuda, who says it's one, uh, one etzba thick, so since it's 40 Amot, and the whole thing is only 10 high, 30 plus 10 means that you're going to have Absolutely, completely covered in the back wall. I'll show you, Mark, what I'm talking about. If this is the wall, the back wall of the Mishkan, so we have 30 amot to cover the top, zero amot to cover this because it's only one etzba thick, so 10 amot is going to go all the way down to drape to the ground, literally touching the ground. Whereas, according to the, the Hahamim, who say that it's one ama, that it's one ama thick over here, so 30 plus 1 is 31. It's only 9 down. And then it shows the Adanim according, in the back according to the Chachamim. Is that clear, Mark? Yeah. Good. Now Mark continues to explain. It says you make a yot of izim la oil. Izim is the goat's wool one. Okay. Shoshim ba'amat, 30 amot. V'rochav arba ba'amat. This one is... Again, 40 by 30. 
Now, last time it was 28. This one is a little bigger. This one is 30. So how's this going to work out? Shadi Urke de Putya de Mishkan. You put the width of it to the length of the Mishkan. Kamabat Latin comes out to 30. Dal Ezela Agra. Leave 10 amot for the roof, like we did last time. Pashnu Ezela Hagisa, Ezela Hagisa. That gives you 10 on both sides. According to the Buda, Mechasya Amad Adanim, it covers the Adanim with the Amad. Again, the sides of the izim is like the back. Beautiful. Tanya Nami Hakim have a bright that follows this as well. There's one ama on this side and one ama on that side, extra on the iriot. To cover the ama adanim. According to Nechemia, it's covering either. According to the Buda, who said before that the regular covering stops at the Adanim, now this wool one is going all the way down to the cover of the Adanim, to cover, to, down to the floor. And according to Nehemiah, who said that the Kirashim was exposed before, over here he'll say that this one covers all the way the Kirashim up to the Adanim. Beautiful. That's just Cheshbon until now. Now, Shadi urka de mishkan. Throw the width of the yiriot according to the length of the mishkan. Kama havia, how much it comes out? Arbeim ve'arba amot. It's 44 amot, because there's 11 of these. Okay? Da'atlatin igra. Take away 30 for the roof. Pashu al-basari, that leaves you 14. Da'altartin the kifla. Take away two amot for the doubling. Because in this, let me just explain how to show it to you on the thing over here, Mark. Um, if here we have our two, this is the Mishkan, right? The 30 Amot, these are part 30 Amot, okay? You know, like this is Mark, can you see what I'm doing here or no? Can't see the top of the book. Mark, can you see me or no? So top yeah. of the book. This is 30 apart. Now, we have a 44 inch, uh, 44 amount long um, yiriah, 44 by 30. So we have 30 covering the middle. Now, there's also two, because in the front of the thing, in the front of the item, you have a little lip, which is doubled over, like the kaporet that they have sometimes on the aron. They have a flip over here. So that takes up two. So now we have 32. 32 leaves you coming in the back. We have another 12 amot left. So we have to figure out what's happening with those 12 amot. Okay. So dal tati the kifla. Take away two for the double in the front. Right. That leaves you 12. I am the contributor who says that it's. It's like an etzba on the top. It says that half of the last yiriah ends up dragging in the back of the mishkan. The pasuk says that half of the last yiriah is going to drag. Now that makes sense because if we say, I'm going to move this here, if we say that you have, tw- you have two in the front and 44, so that's 12. So you have 10 to go to the back, 
and two to drag. And, and two is half of four. So that means it's half of the yah is dragging. It makes sense. But according to the who says that the top was Rama square, my tisach, why are we saying that half of it is leaning? It's not leaning. Only one Amma is leaning because the other Amma is being used to cover the thickness of the top. No. It's leaning more than the other ones, but in itself is not actually half leaning. Which means that on the sides, it's only going to the Adanim. And the back, half of it is extra. Not half of it is dragging, just half of it is extra. One part covering the Adanim and part on the floor. Okay. Tana Deber Rabbi Yishmael. Lama Mishkan What's the Mishkan similar to? It's like a woman who walks in the, in the shuk and she has her dress trailing after her. Similarly, the Mishkan was like that also, as we just explained, because some of the Yiddiot were dragging behind the Mishkan. Like a bride who walks around with a dra- trail dragging in the back of it. Tanu Rabbanan. Chalutzin hayu kirashim. The kirashim on the bottom ama had a special niche in it. An ama up. And that left a spot on all sides. The chalulim hayu adanim. And they also had... Um, they were also hollowed on the bottom so they could fit into the Adanim. The bottom, two bottoms would fit like an Ashna Sefer Torah, so they could fit into the Adanim to hold it. You ever see Ashna Sefer Torah? The bottom has two sticks coming out of it. That's how the, the Kedashim were in order to stick into the silver Adanim were in the ground. Okay, I could show you something like this. The you see the two Adanim on the floor? And on top yeah. of it were these Kedashim with and the ends look like that to go into these two Adanim on the bars. Like a cinder block. Like a cinder block. Very good. Very good. The which which were the buttons on top of the riyah that would button together all, all all these things looked like the stars in the sky. I guess they were shaped like stars. The lowest one of the Mishkan, the lowest curtain, was made out of blue wool. Shall Agaman and of green wool, shall Tolachini and red wool, shall Shush and of regular flax. In the not, the top ones, shall Maasizim, they were made out of goat hair. It was trickier to make the top ones than the bottom ones. By the bottom ones, it says, whoever will have a wise heart used to spin for the bottom ones. The women whose heart were lifted 
with wisdom were able to to spin the goat hair. Which means in order to make the goat hair one, you had to spin the wool while it was still attached to the goat for some reason. That's the best way to spin the wool. And it was a very big trick. And therefore, it was harder to make the goat hair one than it was to make the bottom one, which which had so many different types of thread that had to be mixed in it. But still, it was much harder to make the goat one because it had to be spun while it's on the goat. Okay. Right now, we are at the two dots. Okay. We stand in the Mishnah. If you have two porches on one side of the Shutarabim and there's a Shutarabim in between them, if you pass from one porch to the next porch, you're Chayav, because that's what they used to do in the Mishkan. They used to pass from one wagon to the next, so too, we pass from one porch to another porch, of course, the Shutarabim, you're also Chayav. Amarav Mishum Agalot We mentioned this before. Underneath them, between them, on the sides, also to Abim. Oh, Abaye. So Abaye asked the question: Ben Agalal, Agalak, Kemole, Olech Agalal, Vekam Olech Agalak, Chamesh Amot. Abaye says the space in between the two Agalot was the size of an Agalah itself, which is five Amot. Asked the Gemara, why did he have to, why did the Agala have to be five amot wide? It would be enough to be four and a half. After all, if the Yiriot were one and a half wide, so with a four and a half long, a four and a half long wagon, you could have three one and a half Kurashim. What's the point of the extra half amot? Says Ma. In order the Kashim don't have to be right next to each other and they don't have to bang each other. The sides of Agala, it's like the width of Agala. How much is the width of Agala? Two and a half amot. Lamali, what are you so much for? Sagya would have been enough to be one and a half wide. We don't want the Kirashim to wobble. And therefore, it has to be two and a half wide in order the Kirashim don't wobble on top of it. Otherwise, it wouldn't be stable. This that we say, that the way of Shutarabim. is 14 amot wide. Since we learned everything from Mishkan, in the Mishkan, it was 15 wide in between. Altogether, it was only 15. It was five amot for the wagon, five amot in between, and five amot for the next wagon. So why do we get 16? There was an extra levi. that one of the E would walk behind it. 
that when the when one of the kashim would move from each other, about and maybe about to fall, he would stand. So you need an extra amount for, for a levi to stand. That's why a sixteen amot is considered the space of the shutalavim. Okay, we're up to the next mishnah on Sadi Tet Amunav ninety nine a. Says the Gemara, Choliot Habor Vasela. If you have the dirt that was removed from a pit, we're talking now about what's called the Rishut and the Rishut Ha'achid. Mark, a Rishut is an area where people walk, but a Rishut is anything that's either 10 Tvachim high, 4 by 4 or 10 Tvachim deep, 4 by 4 So, we're talking here about you have a pit, and you have this side, uh, on the side of a pit, you have a mound of dirt. That mound of dirt that you remove from the pit counts towards the pit. And also a rock. If you have a rock that's 10 Tvachim high, it's 10 Tvachim high and 4 Amot square wide. And tell them if you take something off them, if you take something from the Shutabim off this thing into the Shutabim, or you take something from the Shutabim and put it on top of them, for carrying. If it's less than 10 Tvachim tall, less than 4 by 4, Patur, it's a Makom Patur, and you're Patur. That's the Mishnah. Ask the Gemara question. Who needs them to tell us this? Why are you tell me about, the, about the, the dirt that you took out of the bar? Say, say the bar. What's the point of the Chuliot? What's the point of the dirt you took out of the bar? This is a proof to Rabbi Yochan. Rabbi Yochan, There's a big chidush over here. He wants to say that when you have a boar, here's a tissue box, right? So it has a thickness. Let's assume this thickness is 10 is ten t'vachim. So if it's 10, so then if it takes something from inside out of it, you can't just it. But let's say it was nine and a half. And then on the edge, a person puts the dirt. So from the bottom of the bore, bottom of the pit, to the top of the dirt is ten tvachim. Still, it's called ten tvachim and becomes a shutayachi. That's the chidush of here. The chuliot, the dirt that you took out, that you extracted from it to ex- excavate it, it counts along the side to make it a deeper pit. But we don't count from the regular ground level. We count from the top of the dirt, and that's how you can make it. Technically, it'd be five and five. Good. Tanya Namihachi. We have a bright that supports this as well. Bor Rishutarabim. If you have a pit in Rishutarabim, Amuka Asara that's ten deep, Urchaba Arba with four wide, and Malim Emena B'Shabbat. You can't fill up anything from an Shabbat. Why? Because if it's ten deep, and four wide, you can't take a drink from it because you're taking a drink from The only way to do it is if you make a mechitza, ten tvachim around it, then the area around it is also shutachim, and then you can take a drink. It's an interesting case. You have a guy in shutachim, and he wants to take a drink from a bar. There's a pit in front of him, he wants to take a drink. He can only do it if he makes mechitzot around him. Otherwise, he can't. 
And Shutinim in the Shabbat, Elohim Echnis, it's Rosh Hashanah. Unless you stuck your head and your and your and your most of your body in, then you could. And the dirt counts at the end of Asara. You ready, Mark? Now we're gonna have some very, very interesting questions on Shabbat. You gotta pay close attention. You ready, Mark, or no? Yes. Okay, you know where we are? We are now. Four lines down. Study Ted and four lines down. Right, exactly. You have a simple case, okay? I have a, you see the top of this amud? Let's say this is four by four. And I take a cookie and I throw it from the floor, which is pick it up from the floor, which and I throw it on top. Am I chayav or not? What do you think, Mark? I would say yes. Of course. You took it from a private public property, and you put it on a private property. Well, why shouldn't you be? Well, maybe not. Because since the airspace that's above 10 tevachim is considered makom petur, the only way you can get it on top is by, the only way you can get it on top is by going through the airspace of Mekom Patur. So maybe you're Patur because you have to get it from the airspace to Mekom Patur. So because it passed through Mekom Patur, you would be Patur? That's the question. That's what he wants to clarify. Okay. What's wrong, Yosef? Hold on one second. One second, we got a Yosef problem here. It's very uh, dragged out. Good. Okay. Okay. So it says the Gemara. Oh, I'm not stable. Okay. Let me pull. Hear me now? Is that better? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Says the Gemara. Buy me a rav. So we want to know, do we say it goes to my kompatur? Maybe it's patur. 
So he said, look, Matitini. So he asked Rava, and Rava says the Mishnah. At the Shaila of Yosef, Amale, Matitini. Here's Rav Yosef, Yosef says the Mishnah. At the Shaila Abai, yes, the Baya, Amale, Matitini. This is the Mishnah. Amale, Kuchu, Baruka, the Hadadi, Tepitu. You're all spinning with the same spit. Amale, so he told him, Don't you agree with us? But now the Mishnah says, Hanotel Mehen, our Mishnah that we just saw about the taking from the board. If you take from the board, we know Tel Gabama, you put it on top of them. Chayab, you chayab. We said if we had a seller, guy has a seller. If you take it from the seller, you put it on the seller. We said you chayab. He said so. If it's ten by four. Obviously, you must have put it through a compatour, and you're still chayab. So you see that going through the airspace, airspace of compatour is chayab. So what's your question? It was a Mishnah. So the three rabbis, of Yosef, Abaya, and Rava, all answers are Mordechai the same way. The Mishnah. Amar lehu, so Mordechai told him back, Who told you the Mishnah is talking about a, a, a thick object that must have gone through Makom Maybe it was a needle, and they slipped it on the Makom without it going into, into the, slipped it onto the top of the of the post without it going through my computer. The rabbis say back. Even a needle, it has to pick, pick, be picked up a drop in order to, to land on the on the Correct? You with me, Mark, or no? Yeah, no matter how small an item, it still goes it still goes into the computer. It has to go in the air, a drop in order to get in. That's my computer. Just go out. The itle murcia, there's something stuck out below the tent of the karka. Right, which is in Shutayachid. Oh, in other words, like this. Uh, if there's a little piece on the side of the Shuta Yechid, so therefore we measure from the side of the thing. And therefore it's ten t'vachim tall, even though it's not in the airspace of ten t'vachim. But we count on ten t'vachim tall. And therefore, inami dinamiya b'chalitza. Or, it was the, 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 the if the needle was placed into a charit, which is a little, a little um, carved out place on the top of the thing. So the whole thing is ten twachim, ten by four. But there's a little, there's a little ditch inside, and, and the needle ends up in the ditch. Therefore, it did not. Um, therefore, it's, it never got lifted over the thing. Maybe the mission is talking about that case, and therefore you don't have an answer. Can't prove anything from the mission for me. Good. Now we have another interesting question. Amar of Miyasha. You have a wall of beam, ten twachim tall. But it's not four twachim wide. But it is surrounded by a carmelite. So, in other words, listen to this interesting case. You have a ten twachim high thing, which is not four by four, but it is part of a fence around the carmelite. Okay. 
And with this piece, it makes it into a private property. So the Carmel was a Carmelite, and this extra piece of fencing makes it into a Because it's 10 Tzvachim tall, but it's not wide enough to be a Tzvachim. What's the law? Do we say, well, listen, it's not four tefachim wide, so it's my kompetur. That's, that's what we normally say. Or, since it makes what's behind it, so the, the back part of it is like it's full, and therefore it makes it bigger, and now it's four by four. You got that, Mark, but not really? Not really. Okay. I have this piece on top. The top of this is less, is 10 tvachim tall, but it's only, let's say, 2 tvachim wide. Okay. Normally, you'd say it's my computer. Okay? My computer. But it, it is the last link in a fence around a nearby Carmelite. This is a link in the Carmelite. Now, do we say that the Carmelite area that now became a Rishut HaYachid, since this is Rishut HaYachid, it adds to this and makes it Fort Vachim on top now. And now if it lands on Rishut HaYachid, or do we say, well, alone it was only two. Right, but t- this area behind it now, that now became Rishut HaYachid, because this is part of the fence, maybe that makes it four. You with me, Mark, now yeah, or no? I got it now. Good. That's question number one. Why would we say that? We would say, I'm a, hold on, I'm going to say that. Yeah, we look at it like it's full. Amar Ula, so Ula answers, Kalvachomer, it's a Kalvachomer. And then Achanim Ose Mechitza, if for another area it could become Mechitza, the Achsmolo, Koshkin, surely for itself it will. Itmar Nami, Amar Rechia Barashi, Amar Rav, Bekoyen Amar Ritzik, Amar Yonatan, Kotel B'Rishut Arabim, Gevoa Asera, Ve'en Rochav Alba, Mukaf L'Karmelit, V'Asa Rishut Ayachid, Hazorek Menach Al-Gabav, L'Acherim Osir Mechitza, L'Atzmal Koshkin, same idea, yes, it does become Rishut Ayachid. Next question, by Rabbi Yochanan. Bor Tish'ah, this is a very interesting case, Mark. You have a board, a pit, that's nine Tzachim, Deep. Is that a Shutahid or not, Mark? No. No, it's not. The Akar Menuchulya, and you take out of it a clump of dirt. And now you made it 10 deep. And you took the clump of dirt out and you put it on the side. Okay. Okay. Akirat Chesis Vachesa Machitza Bahadia Dadi Kaati. So now, somebody comes and says, listen, you, buddy, that you took out that clump of dirt, you need to bring a, a korban to Bet Mikdash. He says, why? I took it out of a nine. He says, yeah, but when you took it out of the nine, you made it ten. And therefore, you made the mechitza from nine into ten. And therefore, when you pull it out and you put it down, you did it from boom, korban. Or do we say, yeah, but when I took it out of nine, you can't what's going on or no? No, but why, why, why would it be 10 if you take it out? By taking out the clump of dirt made it deeper. Oh, now okay. it's 10. 
So it went from nine to being ten. Right. You made it, but I made it into ten. When I took it, it was nine. Yeah, but you made it ten. Right. So what, how does it go? Do we say that the two things happened at once? You're taking the dirt and the making of the mechitzot into, from nine into ten happened simultaneously. And then you'll be chayav. Or you're not chayav. Hear the question? Yeah. The im tim tzolomar kevin de lo hav mechitzah meikara lo mechayev. And if you want to say, well, no, in that case, since it wasn't a mechitzah when you put your hand on the clump, so you're not chayav. If you want to say that, I have another question for you. What happens? Bor asara. I have a bore that's ten deep. Okay. I put a clump of dirt into it, which now made the ten deep bore into mark what? Into nine. nine. Now it's nine. So do we say? What's the law? Do we say, well, since when I put it down, if, in the first case you said I was patur. Well, in this case, when I when I threw the clump in, it was ten. But when, once it hits the floor, nine. It's nine. Do we say a patur? Mechayev or no mechayev or nachayev? That's the question. Okay. So let's see. If we can figure this answer. The answer to this question from one of Yochanan's own statements. The Tanan we learned in the Mishnah. If you throw something for Amot onto the Kotel, if it hits it above 10 Tvachim, because it's like you laid it in the air. If it's below 10 Tvachim, because it's like it's on the ground, and you have. If it's above 10 Tvachim, you have. Now, ask the question. Balonach, it didn't land. We're talking about a very fat piece of date that sticks to the wall. Why are you chayav if you throw it? When you land on the wall, you're making less than four amot. Because I was four amot away. But if I throw a stick, a fig, onto the wall, the thickness of the fig means it didn't go four amot, it went three amot point nine. Right, depends how you look at it. Right, exactly. Mar says no, not a proof. If you want to bring a proof from there, because since Rabbi Yochanan said, so since Rabbi Yochanan said we're talking about a fat fig, he was the one who said it. You see that he holds that the that we lower the four to three point nine at the same spot as my throw. So too. We could lower the thickness of the, the depth of the hole from three to nine. Right. At the same time, if Rabbi Yochanan said that, he should say this too. Well, he says, no, not necessarily. When you throw dirt into a pit, you're nullifying the dirt in the pit. It's dirt with dirt. When you throw a fig on a wall, it's not nullified. It doesn't, it doesn't lessen the amount. You got it? Yeah. Good. A little more we have to go. Says Gemara. Bayi Rava. Rava asked the following question. Zalak Daf. Guy throws a board. 
Vinach al gabe tidot. You had these four posts in the ground that are ten tvachim high, and you throw a board and it lands on the posts. Okay. Mahu. Are you chayav for carrying the shoot alivim? My kavibai. What's the question? Do we say that you're putting the board and making the mechitzot comes at the same time? That's a Rebbe's question. What was Rebbe's question? Guy throws a board that already has a piece of something on top of it. Okay. Now this way, when the when the board lands. It makes it a shoot echid. And what's the suffix? My, what's the question? Since both things came together, it's like you're making a chavit and you're making a mechitza at the same time. And that's the question we asked before. Or do we say, has to be that the item on top, let's say I threw a board with a, a, a dice on top. The dice must have bounced up and down. And if that's true, then, you made the mechitza first, and then you put the chavitz on. Then you be chayat. Is that what it's called? Why is it tiku? We can't answer all these questions. Not of Rava and not of Rabbi Yochanan. Is that clear? Yes. Awesome, Mark. You're awesome. Thank you so much. Everyone should have a great day, Mr. Hashem. Or whatever's left of your night. Okay?